you will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B O D I dot com. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. TGIF or whatever day it is, we are here with another weekly recap. It's a light week, but we know more is coming um, and we can't wait to have a bigger lineup. But for now, we will start with OC. Uh, We've got the return of Fancy Pants. We talked about her house. We talked about just her being back. This episode was so chaotic, though. I was really having a hard time figuring out the emotions and how the fights we're even starting. So we pick up right where we left off. We're still at Heather's house. They're supposed to be having a sushi party and everyone's just mad at each other. The fact that they didn't eat the sushi though, you memed this. I have a, a problem with it. This was Nobu sushi that just got no, wasted. Yes. Nobu, 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 you know, in the Drake song, Nobu. Yes. Nobu motherfucking sushi. It was $10,000 on the table. I can go on and on about the fact that how that delicious if you've had the pleasure of eating Nobu and Abby and I've only been once and is one time enough to be cemented oh, in my drill brain about it. how so good, good it is and seeing all of that go to waste. Ah, but anyhow, there's a reason why it goes to waste. So Gina decides enough is enough. She can't sit with this knowing that Nicole sued Terry and that Heather doesn't know Shannon's making it a big deal. I will say, I feel like Shannon and Emily, as they were talking and the different things that like they were hearing from Shannon and in sharing their stories, they both kind of felt like Shannon's going to somehow turn this on us. And we're going to get pinned with being the ones who knew about it or who talked about it. And I think, I really do think Gina's intent was like, I just want to kill this early. I want this off my chest. I don't want to deal with it. She tells Heather, Shannon catches wind and then goes as they're talking and just has her classic Shannon freak out. And Heather just kind of like excuses herself. And is like this, I, I'm not even going to like talk about this. She's like, I'm done with the show, Terry, I'm quitting the show. She goes upstairs. It's like wild. And Noella is trying to comfort Shannon, which like, what an odd duo there. And then we have Emily and Gina sitting down with Jen Armstrong and Nicole. So they decide, we'll just say to Nicole, Hey, like things are being said about you. Shannon told us you sued Terry under when you were Nicole Weiss, not Nicole. She's Nicole James now. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So then like Nicole kind of like, gets really upset and sharing the story that it was 16 years ago. She was a model. It sounds like she might've had a botched boob job though. 
or something wasn't right because something she did... went wrong. Yeah, yeah, something went wrong, and then Nicole clearly <laughs> was, you know, as we like to say in the Bravo world, did not understand the assignment of how to drag someone because then she proceeded yeah. to tell somebody who's already sitting to sit. Sit. It was so weird. I'm like, do you Sit know down. vocabulary? Sit. Sit down. Well, and then I feel like she made, I think the go eat sushi was a, um, like a fat shaming, like a, like go eat your food, like chubby girl. Like, I think she meant that as like a, a dig. I don't think she meant like, why don't you just leave the situation? I think she meant it as a dig, which really fired up Emily. And I, I, mean, I don't, I would be annoyed if someone kept telling me to sit. I'm like, I'm already fucking sitting down and I'm not even trying to start shit with you. I'm letting you know what's being said about you. I honestly would have been like, is this a drag? Like I would have like been like, okay, you need to learn how to read. And she would take that literally. And I'd be like, haha, you don't get it. I'm like, you need to learn how to read a bitch because this is nothing. Like, I think I would just start laughing. Like Gina's reaction was actually like comical yeah. to me in that moment. But yeah, Nicole, honey, no. Well, then she kept going. She was like about, she goes, you're stupid. And then she stopped herself. And Emily's like, you're going to call me stupid. Like, I feel, I felt like Nicole just kept saying stuff, trying to get a rise out of Emily. And then when she did, it Emily like retaliated back and was like, you know, I think she called her trash. She's like, can you believe she called me trash? And I love how Dr. Jen, Jennifer, I'm going to call it Dr. Jen. Dr. Jen was like, well, it was after you said all that stuff to her. Like, I was like, I can totally understand why Nicole removed herself from the show. I don't think she's cut out for it. And I just, and then what did she call her to like after? Oh, she told her to go on a diet. She told Dr. Jen that Emily needed to go on a diet. I just feel like Nicole has a lot of self-esteem and like body issues. And she's just projecting all that onto Emily and I just, I was like, I totally can understand why now Nicole withdrew from the show and became a friend of, or they had to make her a friend of, because it, the rumor is she quits like mid season. I'm sure we'll yeah, find out she why. Says, like it's so staged and like whatever. And I'm like, you know, I feel like this is someone who couldn't handle it. Like clearly you can see it in the interactions. Like this is someone who was not ready for all the confrontations and being held accountable. And then we get the weirdest exchange at least if Nicole's going out on a limb, she's going out with the weirdest exchange with Terry Debro and Heather. I think Terry and Heather were more odd in that moment than anyone. There's been so many memes about it, but they come down. And I do really appreciate how nice Heather was about it. She's like, we're not upset. Like Terry's like doctors get sued. This was a long time ago. Like, and when he goes, but thanks for dropping it. And their cackle, like their laugh as Nicole is like sobbing. It was just so bizarre to me, but I will say to like back it up, let's just say hypothetically, I don't know, like even something, not even like doctor level, but like something happened between like with, I knew Kyle before you two started dating uh, in college because he was a Phi cap next door to where my sorority house was. Let's just say like, I don't know. I knew something about him. And then randomly 16 years later, you and I become friends and I know he's now your husband. I don't think as we like develop a friendship and it goes on for so long, I eventually I would have to tell you like, well, Hey, we're getting really to be really close friends. I just want you to know, I know this one thing about your husband, or I had this weird interaction or I, you know, I sued your husband. Like, I think <laughs> I it's really, I just think it's so odd that Nicole thought she just could like get by this long without saying it to them and still have 
a meaningful friendship with Heather. Like according to Heather, they've known each other for six years. So, and like, obviously Heather didn't know her name before and like, was like saying to, you know, to Shannon, like, you were right. That's the same person I asked her, but like, it's just odd to me that she wouldn't have said anything. Like if they really are good friends and like, it's as Heather was saying, like, you're a good friend. I, you know, it's not a big deal. Just the whole thing was so odd to me. I'm like, obviously they don't know each other that well, or there was more to it. And Nicole purposely isn't saying anything because it wasn't just like a, oops, I should have, I sued you and I shouldn't have. So I dropped it type of thing. I don't know. I, I just, I'm like not buying just, it. Yeah. I feel like it was kind of a very LA thing. It seems to me that Nicole is um, maybe some, some people might call her a social climber in the sense of like her, who are her celebrity exes. Like, I think she likes to stay in high circles and obviously the DeBros are good people to know. I mean, they like to throw Nobu sushi parties. So <laughs> I feel like they're, um, friendship is on a surface level and that's probably why she didn't say it. She's like, yeah. I want to get, continue to be invited, which is dumb. Like as, you know, as normal people, not on reality TV, like it doesn't make any sense, but right. I feel like that friendship is very so surface level party air kisses yeah, drinking, and that's like it. Well, to be honest, I think that's how Heather likes most of her friendships to be. I don't know how many truly close friends she has. Like, cause you look at like the party she threw in the past and the party she's throwing now. And it's like completely different people there. The other thing that bothered me about this episode, Shannon is just so Shannon. Like she really does like make everything a bigger deal. She's so like neurotic and crazy about stuff and just gets so upset so easily. And there's like a part of me that's like, Shannon, I feel like you just need to embrace now that you're kind of going to be the villain. Like you're going to kind of be the bad guy. And I wish she would take more of a role. Like, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but like more of even like an, an Erica who kind of is like, fuck it. I'm going to be who I am. And I'm not going to care. Like as much as we would have liked a little bit more sympathy from Erica not or showing sympathy in the last couple of seasons. Like, I just think Shannon, you've been on this show long enough. She's seen how it's worked when other people try are kind of put into like the, the villain position and try to work their way out of it. It doesn't necessarily go well. Look at like, I mean, Vicky was fired because she couldn't handle it. I honestly, I think Tamara actually did a great job in that role, but I just wish Shannon would embrace it a little bit and be like, instead of saying like, I really wanted to be good friends with you and crying and be like, you know what? I knew this. I didn't know when it was the right time to say it. I got drunk and told Gina and Emily, but really the issue is Gina decided to tell you in your home at this wonderful party you're throwing and like push it back on Gina, but don't get all upset and act like you're guilty too. Like, I just want to see Shannon embrace that villain role. Kind of like I Christine mean, does on Selling Sunset. Christine yes, wants it. thank you. This is what I was just going to say. I feel like more people, especially in Housewives, say what you want about Christine on Selling Sunset. And that's its own separate show that we can go on and on about. But she at least understands that assignment of embracing being the villain. She doesn't give a fuck. Like she's still like, there's always going to be people who like the bad person. Like there's always going to be at least a small audience that likes them. You can't always be liked and Shannon just like play into it. You know, you can have start of like a, you know, as we like to say with Ramona, a little amnesia and be like, wait, what I, did I say that? I didn't say that. Like you can pull that um, too. Like, I don't know. It's interesting. I, how do you feel about OC so far? I still think it's going to be better than last season. We're not to where we were when it was the family van. That's my opinion level of like drama and just intensity. Like a lot of this does feel a little bit more staged and forced. I'm here for 
Heather and Gina developing a friendship together. I'm honestly here too, for like a little bit of a shift. I like that Shannon at least was like, you know, I'm typically mean to the new people. And this time around, I'm going to play it a little bit differently. And she's going to become friends with Noella, which I don't think any of us saw coming. Um, and that, I mean, I think even that will change, but I'm just, I'm, I'm looking forward to a different dynamic and a different, not always it being the same people are always best friends. And so I'm here for it. The only thing I will say is, and a couple people messaged us this. I just, like we said last time, I'm just so sick of women coming on the show just to like dog their husbands and tell their story so that they can go to divorce them. Obviously, Noella is headed for divorce They're They've already filed. I'm not buying that Dr. Jen and her husband are in a great place. I really hated what he said to her while they were at dinner and like making it be like, you know, most moms, you know, love spending time with their kids. You don't. And it was, if I were her, I'd been like, you don't, you didn't have a job. You know, I was the one making sure we could live this lifestyle. Like, I just feel like, I think it's cool that she is the breadwinner and that she has such a great career and it's okay that she can't be this hands-on wonderful mom. Cause I'm sure being a doctor is exhausting and takes up. It's kind of like what we saw on Dallas, you know, like, it's hard being a doctor and having to use all of that, you know, brain power and just be so focused and just so like perfect every time you're like in your job that you're probably going to be exhausted when you come home. I just hate that. Like now he in turn is making her feel guilty about it. I just, I, I think those two are headed for divorce as well. People are saying they're together now. And we've asked different like OC people that know some of the cast and they said that they're doing better now, but I just, I'm not buying it. And I'm kind of I mean, sick of seeing people do Ryan this. Ryan with a motherfucking E loves this little chihuahua more than he loves Jen. Yeah. I, so I think it's a little strange. So of course, like this is like so Midwest. I'm like, wait, maybe it's a support dog. I want to be nice, but no, I really think this is, he's like the Paris Hilton of men. <laughs> well, not even that. I shouldn't even give him that much credit, but this is just like his little purse dog. Yeah. I, I, I think he just likes taking it to dinner and stuff with him so that he can use it as like a, a decoy to not really have to engage. With I mean, his but wife. it's no jiggy. I mean, oh God, no. Ken God, and no. Jiggy. That was like a duo. That was a little bit like performative at least. And yeah, I would love to see a little outfit on the Chihuahua. Um, <laughs> I mean, it, it's, it feels like very OC, but you know, yeah, I will just say, I think we're moving a little bit up at a slow pace. I, I will say, I don't know if OC can ever come back to what it was. I think like people always argue like, look at Beverly Hills. It was terrible. And now they just had the best season ever. That was such like a, just serendipitous, like the universe coming together with us getting Kathy, who was just so perfect. The craziness with Erica and all that was going on. Like, I just feel like I just don't know if that's going to happen with OC. And I do think we're nearing the end of this series, which makes me sad because I, this is what started me on housewives, but I just don't know if it can ever get back up to where it is. And I don't think Heather is going to be the one to save the show. No. And I think like, I think you bring up a good point. That's okay. Clearly, you know, how long has, how many years has OC been on in general? 16 or like 17 years. 15, yeah. 17 years. So obviously it's going to evolve with the times. And as a fandom, we have to accept that it's changing and it may not be ever like it was, but it is what it is. It's in a, it's in a better place. I, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm on the fence on it, but again, I've never been a huge lover of OC. Um, I loved it in the OG days of it, in the beginning days of it. And as it's evolved, I 
kind of it's lost its spark for me. But I will continue to watch and be entertained. And truthfully, I'm enjoying Gina the most. I think she's a fan favorite from this. She's gone from bad weaves and bad extensions to, you know, great hair and a rich ass friend like Heather Dubrow. And we all love a good like comeback story. And I think with Gina, people love it even more because we saw her struggle with her marriage. And then we learn just how terrible that marriage really was. She shared in this episode that he was cheating on her and she didn't know it and went to a barbecue at the woman's house and everybody there knew it, but her, like there's just so many layers to hurt that has happened from her marriage. And then, you know, she was the whole drinking and driving thing. And so now she's in her small casita that or not casita, her small little like townhome, but she's living her best life. And so I think like everyone's cheering for her and loving this side of Gina. And I mean, I'm definitely here for it too. I just think we're going to need, need some changes with the current cast. Like, I think we're going to need Shannon to embrace being the villain. I'm going to need a little bit more from Dr. Jen than just what we've gotten so far. But again, early in the season, so maybe that will happen. I just, I don't know if we're ever just going to get to the level that it once was. Um, and that's okay. And that's all right. right. Oh, but Salt Lake City just continues to just continues to surprise us and be the water cooler talk, even though nobody's in the office. So it's just the, uh, you know, Teams chat, Skype chat, texting your coworkers, texting your friends um, about the show. This was another just episode where like your head was kind of spinning and it was really hard to figure out what was going on. I will say when the whole thing started, Mary leaves and goes downstairs and the other women are on the bonfire and, you know, Lisa's sharing a little bit more about Cameron. And then Meredith gets so defensive and so upset about Mary saying like, this is her livelihood. This is her faith. And is like crying about it. I was very confused why Meredith felt like so emotional and so engaged with defending Mary. Yeah, I don't get it. She's like, I need to say that fa- I cannot do impersonation. So I'm not even, I'm going to stop right there, guys. Sorry about that. Um, but she's immediately like, I need to see facts. I need to see facts. And with Jen, I have facts. And I just am like, I, based on what we know about Mary, and these are two moms in the Midwest, in the middle of the country who don't even know these women, there's a lot out there. Um, factual or not, there's a lot of alleged information about Mary. And typically what we've seen is that where there's smoke, there's typically fire. And it's happened time and time again with a lot of housewives. When you start hearing rumblings in a rumor, a lot of the t- a lot of times if it continues and has legs and there's multiple stories regarding that rumor, there tends to be some truth regarding it. So I found it so interesting. But what was even more fascinating to me was how Lisa um, disengaged and left and then immediately confronted Mary But instead of like saying like, okay, this is what I'm told and like holding her ground, she then ends up with, does she, what'd she get? Like a Chanel clutch. (laughs) It was so weird. Mary's like, let me buy all my friends. Um, It was very odd. I feel like Lisa is one of those people who's kind of like a Kyle Richards, but isn't nearly as good at it. She likes to kind of like drop these little, like tiny little bombs, but she like drops them right by a lot of gasoline. So it could really light fire, but she steps away. I was like, well, I removed myself from it. I didn't talk, you know, I didn't talk about it or, and the way she even went down to Mary was like, Mary, they're talking about you. And I need to let you know. She, I don't think she was really all that honest. And I, as they all have their sit down too, you can tell Lisa's like, no, this isn't getting pinned on me, but it's like, well, Lisa, 
you are kind of the source and you are the one who started a lot of this. Um, but I will also say, so Mary decides she's going to give everybody except for Whitney gifts. And she gives my favorite thing is she decides to give Jenny shoes because Jenny helped Mary with her makeup. And Mary later reveals that she brought those shoes and really doesn't have room to take them home. So that Jenny was helping her by taking shoes she no longer wanted. Like, I mean, it was so weird and the most Mary comment ever. Like, I'm like, okay. So it makes me wonder, is everything, where's everything hand-me-downs from Mary? Like, were they just all in her closet and she just had random gifts to like hold people's silence over? Like to me as Mary, like this feels like, I mean, I don't follow a lot of like Marvel or DC comics, but this feels like a, like a true villain Villain. behavior. Yeah. Like I'm going to give you this so I can hold this over you. So you can't blackmail me because build your trust. Like yes. And build the trust. Like I gave you a Louis Vuitton. Like it, it was very, very strange. And then, you know, the whole story about Heather, like Whitney confronting Heather and saying, Hey, I heard you laughing. I just find this confusing. And like, what's going on? And she's like, no, 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 no. They came in my room and were, Mary's jumping on the bed and yeah. next thing I know it, I end up with a Louis Vuitton and it's like, what? I mean, I would be very like if somebody came in my room and I was sleeping and woke me up, like I'm just shocked that like Heather was able to remember half of it. Like I feel like there have been times where like my kids get sick in the middle of the night and I wake up and I'm like, was that a dream or do they really get sick? Like you just, you're so out of it. Uh, and so I, I don't know. The whole thing was just so bizarre. And so then before we get to the big sit down, though, we have Heather have um, a really heart to heart conversation with her sister who left the Mormon church and Heather did not talk to her sister for over 10 years. Um, I think it was close to 20 years because her sister was 19 when she left and she's almost is she almost 40. Yeah, I, I think it's I mean, it was a long ass time. It was a long ass time. And yeah. Heather was horrible to her sister. And so I just. um you know, I, I just find Heather to be so refreshing for multiple reasons. I don't, I think she's one of those people like something like, oh, it's so like for, she's trying to be like a certain character. I don't think Heather is, I think she's just sharing her life and is just sharing who she is. I think it's really, I just like seeing somebody who isn't trying to be so protective of their family. I, and I, and I understand why some people are but like, there's a lot of housewives who wouldn't have let that conversation be filmed or who wouldn't want that to be something that everybody knew about because it doesn't necessarily even paint her family in the best light, not even looking at the Mormon church, but it was such a powerful conversation. And I think even if it wasn't just faith, I think about 20 years ago, I'm sure there are families who were ripped apart over a family member coming out as homosexual or, um, choosing a different life, you know, whether it just be like not wanting to be married and not having kids. Like, I just think like, there's so many people that can relate to that. And I just think it was really powerful that she shared it. And I really appreciated her sister side of it too. Like I don't, she was, you know, funny and definitely open to building the relationship, but she didn't really like necessarily hold back and was saying like, I was jealous of you because you were able to listen and just follow the rules. And then like, she's like, but what I didn't realize is the whole time you were jealous of me because I rebelled. Like, it was just really heartwarming to see them connect. Yeah, it was great. And I love the jab that her sister had, the way the production edited it made it seem like she was going to say something very dramatic. I loved it. I don't understand. And we're like, dun, dun, dun. Why you drink? I don't know. What was it? Like tequila water? She's like, why do you drink Tito's water and lime when there's so many better beverages in the world? I was like, that's, I loved that. I just think it's, 
you can tell like they have the same sense of humor. Like I could just totally see why they were sisters. Yes, it was great. Um, so then they get back and we have the most odd, like sit down heart to heart ever. You know, look, we always say like, we love that Mary's just like this alien and she's delusional, but it's getting to the <laughs> point where now I'm like, I don't love it because people can't even have a conversation with her. And let's just be honest. She's basically, she fat shames Heather, um, calls her chubby. Lisa does not correct her, which I kind of thought like, okay, I get it. Lisa isn't necessarily best friends with Heather. So maybe in that moment, she's not going to correct her. But when Mary made the comment saying, you know, they're comparing me to Jen, who I don't even want to like say what she said. She basically implied that all Mexican people are drug lords and compared Jen to a Mexican thug. It was very racist. It was terrible. It was horrible. And no one in the moment necessarily called her out. And she deserves to be called out on that. Like, if we're going to hold everyone on a standard on Bravo in terms of problematic comments, like Mary needs to be called out on that because it was unnecessary it was just very strange, the whole conversation. I mean, Whitney, God love, God, I never knew how much I would love Whitney. If you would have told me from season one, like first episode that I would be like, Whitney's probably my favorite. I probably would. Oh, like I know. But Whitney does such brilliant, like pot stirring in the moment of that conversation. It was like, wait a second here. This is what I'm hearing and da, 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 like connecting all the dots. And she's like, well, Meredith, you've said this. And then Meredith gets super pissed and you know, and then, then Mary goes off and it was like, I'm, I was born rich. I can't help being rich or something. It was so weird. So, She's like, I was born into this. I didn't ask for all this. I'm like, well, you could have not married your grandfather, but yes, okay. It was such a strange, um, well, then she turned unfold. on Heather so quickly. Mary did. And I just was like, God, that's like the one person who's kind of been in your corner. You know, it was just so bizarre. And so basically it ends with Whitney and Heather are like, this is beyond like unhealthy, toxic. We're not flying back with all of you. And in that, like, I feel like in that moment, everyone was like, majority of us like, yeah, we're on Heather and Whitney's side in this. Like it, it just seemed like, it seemed like Lisa was really trying hard to pit everything on Whitney instead of having to, you know, put it on herself. And I don't buy that she can be, good friends with Cameron and Mary and believe both their stories. No, You're going to have can't. an opinion. You, you can't. can't. You yeah. can't. There's no way I feel like that you could truly be, um, what is the word I'm looking for? I want to say subjective, but I don't feel like that's the right word, but I don't feel like you, there's a way to be fair in that. If you truly yeah. have a genuine friendship with both, I don't know how you could have an equal, like nonchalant Switzerland stance. Like, I think you're going to believe one side or not, but Lisa to me, is classic. Like I always compare, I call her my corporate housewife in terms of how she talks and her terminology, but she's, you know, it's like, I feel like all my analogies are so bad, but I'm like, she's trying to make deals. You know, she's trying to close a deal with Mary. She's trying to close a deal with Cameron. She like, is like on both sides, but it doesn't work out that way. Like it doesn't. And well, and what's the saying? It's from the Taylor Swift song, but it's actually a common phrase, but a friend to all is a friend to none. Like you yeah. can't be best friends with everybody. No, 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 but it was a great season. And if you guys have been following our Instagram account this week, you know, we've had a wild ride on Salt Lake. So we will uncover and unload the rumor mill in Salt Lake City on our Patreon, patreon.com slash real moms of Bravo. All right. Well, that's this week. It feels like we should have more to talk about. There's a lot that's happening 
off camera um, that we will, of course, talk on our Patreon, as Vanessa just said. Um, but now here comes the part that we never prepare for. And it's now just the tradition where we don't tell one another who our shout out is. And I want to give my shout out this week to the character, Samantha. I'm not going to go into too much about the sex in the city. Um <laughs> new series we'll talk about our thoughts on our pa- the patreon i'll just be honest we're not happy we're pretty fired up we've been talking to our other bravo friends about it and the general consensus is we're not happy but um i think she's the only one that made the, that came out the only character that so far actually like is looking good in all of this and clearly kim cattrall is a genius and knew there was no reason to bring this series back so my shout out goes to samantha slash kim cattrall my shout out is going to go to Kelly Clarkson. Uh, Kelly Clarkson show. I don't watch it, but I feel I find her t- in the celebrity sphere. I find her to be completely genuine, entertaining, and truly like the new girl next door. She recently had Sandra Bullock on. And if you just need like a big smile on your face and need like a little boost, I would recommend that you Google the interview between Sandra Bullock and Kelly Clarkson because they start giggling and can't stop laughing. And it's just, it's just a sweet moment. So I enjoyed it. It put a smile to my face. And I mean, Kelly has done nothing wrong. I mean, I think Kelly does is a star in my book. So I love Kelly Clarkson. I just, I mean, what's not to love. And and I like always love people too, who like, just aren't your cookie cutter Hollywood, you know, like, and I know she's a singer and stuff, but like, I just love that she kind of like is who she is. And when she talks on her show about like, how she like will throw together like frozen pizza for her kids, like lunch or dinner. Like I just, it's very, she's very relatable. Um, so I will definitely check that out. But um, as we mentioned, we've got a lot to talk on our Patreon and for $3 a month. You can support us and hear all the latest gossip, pop culture news. Uh, but a free way to support us is subscribe to our podcast, hit five stars. And if you have some time, leave us a rating. It really means the world to us. There's a lot of big things happening uh, with shows returning and just drama in general. And we would love to have that talent on our podcast and ask the questions that you've been dying to get answers to. And the best way for us to do that is for our top ratings and for us to be more visible. So thank you guys so much for your support. And with that, we'll catch you next week. You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At Body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a Pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are Body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com.